0: Odyssey Station
2: Hey, welcome back to Festival of the Morning Jay Binkley, Kramer's here in Salem for the rest of the week So I just saw on TV, Kramer They said 40 plus flights cancelled on Southwest out of Kansas City That's today? I, I don't know if it's today oh, or the, a, last Over the week? Or whatever. I don't know I just know there's nothing to do up there, right? Until the new terminals open. New terminals open, people have place to eat, drink, and
1: have fun. They saw that BK in there.
2: I don't know what they have. That's there
1: all now. I could think of if I go in there and like somewhere to eat. It's their Burger King.
2: I don't know what they have there now, but it's not like
1: it's going to be. It's probably one of the worst situations to be stuck in an airport at. I like think the last time I flew out of KCI was the night, well, the day after the Chiefs Rams game, where it was like fifty to fifty the entire time. Well, there's a lot of bad things going on between missing flights, Kramer pipes freezing up.
2: People trying to take back gifts and not having customer service because nobody's working anymore, right? That's why I only get people lottery tickets or gift cards. Because who the hell's ever taken back a gift card? Like, you give a gift card at Christmas, like, no one's taking it back. And usually it sucks if it's to one place or another, a restaurant, because then you got to go there. Exactly. Visa and Amex and MasterCard, that's the way to go. Because they can spend those anywhere. They want gas with it. They want food with it. They want clothes with it. They want to shop online with it. It doesn't matter. But that's the way to go. I know it's... More personal. It used to not be personal at all to get gift cards, even though I used to do it. But think about this. You buy a gift card for a certain restaurant. Okay, well, they got to go there, and oftentimes it goes wasted. You wouldn't believe the wasted money on gift cards in this country. It's, it's crazy the millions of dollars that are wasted because people don't use them. But you give them like a Visa, Amex, or MasterCard, they can use it wherever they want. I know it's not as personal a touch, but I think we're kind of past that, aren't we? Where we email invitations instead of mail them.
1: That's what we do. See, I'm I'm guilty. Uh, but then again, I also repurposed it. I got a Chili's gift card for no apparent reason. I don't go to Chili's. So then I, we just repurposed it and give it to someone gave it to someone else. As me, a I'll gift. take it? I, it's already gone. It's already sorry, Pink. I'll go to Chili's, man. But I don't go to Chili's. Why do why do I need a Chili's gift card? Like it's, I just don't understand. You should just giving you Visa. Just give me the twenty five bucks that's on the or card. Give you Visa I'm, and I'm you cool. can use it at a gas station wherever you want. But gas would be perfect. I just need a gas car all the time. Like that's just that's just me. I'm good with that. There's no refunds on them. Don't take them. Not only that, Kramer.
2: You can put them in your wallet. You don't have to carry them in to your place. You don't have to stack them in the car. You just stack them in your wallet. so small, so easy to do, and it's just money to you. That is like the perfect gift. Giving somebody something they don't have to take back, like clothes, things like that, waiting lines, haggle for it, them not have the right size. That, that stuff sucks. Yeah. Just give them a no. gift card. If they want to go to the store, buy a shirt that fits them. Let them do it. I mean, you can make the holidays much simpler.
1: Yeah, but then the, you make it simpler, but is it uh, more flashy now that you're not giving them, like, oh, that, that one gift Do you think that's, like, perfect form or something? Yeah,
2: I mean, people may act like they like it, or whatever, but they don't. I
1: think they that's know. why white elephant parties are now, like, the big thing that's happening. Like, the lo- a lot more people are doing white elephant parties.
2: I, I mean, in the ugly sweaters are really bad. You have an ugly sweater? I do. Nice. I won my ugly sweater contest when I wore it. Oh, you did? Yeah, it's got little footballs on it.
1: Like I mean, that's not that ugly if it has football sweaters on it.
2: It's got Christmas trees and footballs, and it's brown. <laughs> hey, it won.
1: That's true. I mean, heck, if, it, if it's a winner, I mean, there you go.
2: Hmm. 913. My guess is that somebody's been reusing, refusing the Chili's gift card for years, and it just ended up with you. So you probably got it re to you, Kramer, the Chili's gift card.
1: All right, I'm curious. Does that, uh, does that ever expire, you think?
2: I don't know because it was purchase money. It's true. And money's money. I mean, money doesn't expire. If you purchase it, again, I can't even tell you the amount of money goes into unused gift cards. But I I will take your Chili's gift cards if you don't want it. If I I don't mind Chili's.
1: If I ever get a Chili's gift card ever again, I got you. I I got you. I'm hoping I never get one. So whoever got it for me is probably listening. Well, no, she's not listening right now. But, no, it's, uh, it's, yeah, I'll let you know.
2: Here you go. You just quick Google unused gift cards, Kramer. Report Americans hold on to 21 billion in unused gift cards. 21 billion.
1: Would you get one of them gift cards that have like the the FanDuel or the DraftKings or like any other sports books? Like, I think that, that's a perfect. I didn't even realize that you could even do that. When I walked into Walmart earlier this week, I was like, holy cow, there's actually stuff where you can actually give people like a gift card to like FanDuel.
2: Well, I think you can give gift cards to Chiefs and Royals, things like that. It goes towards season tickets or paraphernalia or whatever you want.
1: So I'm curious, like, how many people would actually bought that to give to people? Especially with how the sports books now is bumping here in Kansas. Can which you I buy a gift cards love.
2: for for the sports betting? Because I didn't know.
1: Yes, can, yeah, can you, you can yeah I've I, have, I physically seen. So you've done it. Uh, I haven't bought it, but I actually kn- I've I've seen the, the cards at Walmart. But I mean, I, give me cash. Like cash is a perfect gift for me for Christmas. Don't give me a gift card. I don't care if it's even a Visa. I like cash. I got a lot of ones in my pocket.
2: Cash is a good thing, and it's lost art, but some places don't take it even.
1: Yeah, it's true. I mean, kind of COVID kind of like You uh, went to the ballpark a couple years ago, you couldn't use cash. You still probably can't use cash. Because I, I didn't even use cash when with the Bush Stadium this past year. I time. ordered a sandwich one time and tried to use cash. I didn't even put on the
2: lap, I'm paying in cash. And driver comes and had no change. I was like, you didn't have change for like a 20? I understand like 50, 100, you're not carrying because you're going to get knocked off. But come on, 20, 20 bucks? I'm not giving you 20 bucks for a $10 sandwich. Yeah, no. I'm gonna tip you very well, but I'm going to give you ten bucks on a ten dollar sandwich. I'm not tipping fifty percent because if you start doing that, you're gonna lose all your money.
1: I, okay, I, I know where you're gonna be the Mets. So tipping, do you do you tip when you go get your food? Like you say, like if I order a pizza, do you go get to pick up the pizza and then tip? You know I do, and I know you shouldn't. It's, it's not a lot. It's probably it's
2: probably ten to fifteen percent. It's not quite fifteen percent. But you're physically
1: but, getting up to well, go get the bad, pizza. I feel bad? Because the
2: tip jar's right there, and you're like, eh, what should I do. So you drop,
1: you know. I mean, I tip. If I delivers, I definitely tip. I'll always tip. Always tip. your driver. I delivers. always tip drivers. They, but if I'm Sonic. physically going out to get it, I'm. I don't. I'm not the type of person that leaves a tip. I'm, I'm sorry to say that, but it's the truth.
2: Especially this past weekend, with the weather the way it was, as cold as it was, and you get out, you drive to some place.
1: Oh, that's just you an really anytime. expected the tip. But I'm also not the type of that type of person that orders DoorDash. I can't do it. Just can't do it.
2: Well, I just go get it. But do, it's a good question. Do you tip when you go pick it up? Because Pizza places always do that. I always leave like a dollar or something like that or two dollars.
1: I mean, if it's to round up Sorry to like to my the nearest. Place, yes, right? If it's rounding up to like the nearest dollar amount, I'll do it. But it's like, I'm not going to tip you that $5 because I came in and got the pizza that you made me. And granted, the person I'm getting the pizza from didn't even make the pizza. Hmm.
2: I mean, it's a crapshoot, man. The lottery tickets, too. And I've always been a big fan of those.
1: Haven't you noticed that there's a lot more free tickets or dollar winners on the lottery tickets around holidays?
2: Hey, you just give somebody that. Maybe they win 500 bucks, Maybe they don't win anything at all. Maybe they win a free ticket or a
1: dollar. I have yet to win anything on a First schedule. of all, you're
2: giving them something to do. It's true. That's one thing.
1: Like but you don't have change in your pocket but in order might to scratch it. Something.
2: You might like, as Michael Scott said from the office one time, I'm going leave you this much and I'm holding my hands way out. Like a little bit or a lot. You know, it depends on how much money you made. But gift cards with teams, I think, is the way to go. Like Royals and Chiefs, things like that, are sporting. I don't know if sporting, what kind of cards they had or anything. Actually, I've never gotten a card, a gift card for Chiefs or Royals stuff. I mean, I haven't really needed it, but I've never given them either. Maybe I should. Do they I, even have them?
1: I mean, the team stores. You Go to the team store, you can get it. Get the gift cards there.
2: 816 Kramer says, car side to go, yes. They are putting your order together. If you go in and get it, heck no.
1: Yeah, I always go in and get it. I never do the curbside stuff. Yeah, if they stuff. come to your
2: car, you got to tip them. But if you go in and get it?
1: Even like even when I, I, mean, I say when I sit down at an establishment and eat, I tip. So I just want to let you know. It's when I drive somewhere to drive back home, I don't.
2: Well, that's a big reason why I don't use any of the, the delivery services yeah, for same, food. why don't you just pick it up yourself. You and know?
1: also, DoorDash is expensive. Well, they Holy check out the cow. prices. Yeah, yeah just get that's... on the way home. Exactly. There's a
2: Whataburger being built by me.
1: Oh, that's they finally dangerous. Hit, they're
2: finally hitting the Northland.
1: Yeah, because like, I had to drive all the way over to uh, um, the closest ones over uh, Legends for me, basically. Uh, no, wait, no, there's one over there at Lee Summit. Well, there's a couple coming to Northland. Yeah, there's one I over think there. part of the Mahomes group. It, there's one off that's going to be built by T shots, I think.
2: Yeah, there's one right there on uh, Hawaiian Brothers and, uh, and uh, What Burger's right next
1: door. Oh, there we go. Yeah.
2: Some, the, people, some people say, uh, well, they went to a restaurant last night, $33 dinner, almost 34 Left a ten dollar tip, usually twenty percent for them. That's kind of the standard deal. 20%. Yeah, that's standard. Yeah. Do you tip at Sonic? Yeah, I do. I don't go to Sonic. I do, and I, I tip. need
1: to because that, that... Like, when I was
2: a kid, I didn't know you're supposed to until, like, I adulted and I realized you're supposed to tip there, so I started doing it.
1: That steak bacon burger sounds good though. And
2: I just started adulting like last Tuesday. But go ahead.
1: <laughs> you started adulting last Tuesday. <laughs>
2: Uh, 816 likes the lottery scratchers too for Christmas. Spent $80 on six people for Christmas. They didn't win anything. You know what? That It's just thought that counts. Because they could have won. You the, might, but yeah. here's the deal though. Had they won, how pissed would you have been? Especially like, just don't go lotto. Give them like scratchers. Because you go lotto when they win like 500 million or something and don't give you crap. Yeah, yeah. Okay, now here's. The then thing. you don't like them anymore. So, seriously, if they win, you hate seeing them. Like, oh, I just scratched off 500 bucks. You're sitting there going,
1: damn it. Huh? So would you... Okay, say you won. Say you won the big thing. How much are you giving to the person that gave you the ticket? A dollar or two? You're, oh, my gosh. And you win all of that
2: money. If I win like, 500 million or something, I'd give, I'd give, I'd give the get, person that bought the ticket, and they'd be well compensated. It's like someone yeah, finds yeah. your
1: wallet. Oh, my
2: god! Yeah. You give them whatever... Find mine, they'll get, buck like fifty. but... <laughs> I mean, you're not gonna get much, but somebody's wallets get like a 200 bucks in them, something like that. Yeah, you turn around and give them at least twenty or forty bucks. That makes sense. Okay. If you lost your wallet
1: and saved you all that time by getting a new driver's license. You're just and all not that. giving them like, oh, how much was that powerball ticket? Here's that dollar fifty that you just uh, just spent on. No, I, yeah,
2: if someone gives you a lottery ticket, turns in like five hundred million or something, you better, you better pony well. up for six figures. Oh, yeah, I agree. I'd even go I'd even give them a million. Honestly, a million.
1: I think it, half a million, if anything, that's probably the no, highest probably ceiling. a million because you wouldn't have had it if
2: they didn't give it to you.
1: That's true, but still, a half a million dollars could change a lot. But you're going to – yeah, of course it would. But you're going to
2: – will it, though? <laughs> Let's be honest. Will it? Like, give them a million that makes sure their house is covered, their cars and everything else, and maybe education for their children unless their kids are grown. It doesn't matter. I don't know, Kramer, though, but I'm kind of with you. I uh, will uh, – if I go, have to go in, I don't like the tip. But I feel guilty though with that tip. See, jar. I Stand don't. Right there. I do. I feel I guilty, man. And I shouldn't feel guilty. Like I should not give a damn about anybody, but I do.
1: You know, the tip jar is for show. No, I'm joking. It's, no, it's not. not. It's, it's not. For dough. Yeah, I know. I know. It's for dough. For the dough I'm about to eat because it's called pizza. I have a tip jar in here. You tip the host. Yeah, I'll give you a tip.
2: <laughs> Actually, you brought me cookies in for your mom.
1: Yeah, that, that's. Yeah, she, she made you that platter before she gave me anything else. You know, she's like, hey, make sure you give this to Bink. And I'm like, great. Where's mine? <laughs>
2: Good stuff, Kramer. Well, at least you know what you're supposed to tip and what you're not supposed to. Come on up next. that we didn't get into any of this because we were jacking around with tipping um, and gift cards. <laughs> but, but you know what? It's, it's between Christmas and New Year. So you got to do, you know, these are all things we we, accompl- we have in life hit us. Yeah, happy holidays, people. We, no, because seriously, people are dealing with broken pipes. You know, somebody with broken pipes. People are turning crap. You're waiting in long lines. You're having your flight canceled.
1: You get a gift card you don't want.
2: There's a lot of suck going on right now. There really is. That's why we got college football playoffs this weekend in the National Football League. But the Broncos are a world of suck, too. That's next.
0: This is Fesco in the Morning. Preferred 2 to 1 over other competing dentists. Brought to you by Santa Fe Auto Sound. Your home for car audio since 1967. On 610 Sports Radio and the Odyssey app.
2: Welcome back to Festival in the morning. Jay Bankley, Kramer, Sansone, the Kram Dog, be with you all week. Text line, Jay Southline Toe Service, text line 913-586-7610. From the 816, I wish I could help you out, but I can't. Bank, can you help me out? I'm starting a new job, and it's okay, and it pays the bills. But I really want to be a pastry chef. But I can't have, um, I can't take classes. I have a degree, and it's useless. I mean, I'm the wrong guy probably to ask about that. I have no ends to pastry
1: chefery you Kramer the only ends I have is eating them like I I have no ends 913 I gave out $20 worth of
2: one lottery scratch-offs and they won $104 not a bad hole that's actually pretty good yeah that's really good I ordered pizza Saturday night 48 bucks it cost me $15 tip pizza prices are crazy these days by the way I know it's off subject but we do watch a lot of games right and sometimes you know pizza's like the one thing you have
1: and pizza's like i feel like that's the number one commercial during football games <laughs> it it's is like man. it's all it's like it is it's like uh, um the bk commercials that are so annoying you got the pizza and you got beer and that's like a, a cycle and then, and then any type of sports books huh?
2: yeah, you could do it yeah, pizza prizes hey, Shakeroni, man it's like all over the place Shaq's pretty funny though man I'm not going to lie. Shaq makes me laugh when he's dressed like all the different characters. And it's all Shaq. But Shaq Rodney actually looks pretty good, doesn't it? DJ Diesel. Good stuff there. Denver Broncos in disarray. Trying to talk to somebody from Denver tomorrow about what's going on. Obviously, the game with the Chiefs this weekend, what to expect. I don't know what to expect. Maybe they're all happy. Maybe they're all happy that uh, Nathaniel Hackett's gone. They fired their offensive line coach. They got rid of their special teams coach again. Unless... I don't I don't know why you have to get rid of all that, Kramer, to be honest with you. I don't know why you have to go that far. I can understand your head coach, especially the Broncos. Usually I'm all for keeping the head coach because you're trying to tank. You're trying to tank at this time of year to go ahead, and if you're not going to make the playoffs, you, you tank it out and get the best draft pick that you possibly can. Of course, Seattle has the draft pick for the Denver Broncos, so it doesn't really matter. But the fact that they fired Their offensive line coach and special teams coach doesn't matter. Maybe they were bad apples. Maybe people didn't like them. Maybe they didn't like them. Maybe they're all happy now. But the thing is, Russell's still there. I don't think they like Russell. I think that's the key with the Broncos.
1: Do they not like Russell or do they not like Team 3? They're two different people.
2: Here's the thing. Is it it an attractive job? Well, first of all, Denver would always be an attractive job just because of the history of the team history of the team, people in that town love that team. They had the richest owner. Yeah, they're they're a, they're a team that you know a lot of I mean it's like Kansas City in a lot of ways with these diehard fans. But man they're they're at their wits end.
1: Well, cuz didn't the ownership group they took over after the hirings of Hackett and the trade for Wilson. So they did this isn't even the guys that they even wanted. I
2: think Denver got sold. Keep in mind they got the longest streak after Super Bowl ever 7 straight years and not making the playoffs after winning the Super Bowl. That's the most ever, Kramer.
1: It seemed like, man, the Broncos with Peyton Manning was annoying.
2: It was. Well, here's the thing with the Broncos. And they look at the Chiefs because they've lost 14 straight versus the Chiefs. They won seven straight before that. Like, before the streak started, they had won seven straight. And, of course, their last winner of the Kansas City Chiefs came on uh, September 17, 2015. Quarterback Peyton Manning is already in the Hall of Fame. Like, Peyton Manning, last quarterback to beat the Chiefs. I think some ways Denver was a false narrative, even though that defense was so good in Manning's last couple of years. Peyton Manning made that team. Unless you're – they got lucky. Because remember, the Chiefs were interested in Peyton Manning. Like Clark Hunt went on like CNBC or something and said, yeah, there might be an interest there because people wanted to, Peyton Manning. He was a difference maker for teams. And wouldn't it have been nice to go from Peyton Manning to figuring it out for a year and then getting Patrick Mahomes? Was that Alex would have been around? Maybe he would. Maybe he wouldn't have. Who knows? But they go Peyton Manning and then that. Denver got – we had sold a bill of goods on how good Denver was because with Elway and Manning, they've been great. And you know what? With Dawson and, and Mahomes, the Chiefs have won Super Bowls. I mean, it makes them a difference, the fact that, yes, good head coaches do matter in the National Football League. It's the only thing. But here's uh, Ian Rappaport from NFL Network's report on it this weekend.
3: Anyway, so Tom mentioned the uh, the sideline skirmish yesterday. That was really emblematic of a lot of the issues here. And, you know, the play on the field was terrible. The quarterback play, terrible. But the fighting on the sideline may have been worse because that was a sign that Coach Nathaniel Hackett had really lost his team. Complete disorganization on the sideline. Players running amok, yelling at each other. It was all bad, but, but that was really a sign that it could actually get worse. Things could really implode in the locker room. You'd seen players playing hard the last couple games. That was not that yesterday. It was all bad. A clear, clear sign that this team was very much over first-year coach Nathaniel Hackett. And, and Tom's right. There were signs early that this was not working out. The the uh, issues in the first game, really, they had, had to hire a game management coach You know, within the first couple of weeks of Nathaniel Hackett's tenure. That was a really, really terrible sign. Nothing ever went right for the Denver Broncos. they got to get some coach in here to help fix Russell Wilson, make him into a good quarterback again, because they have no choice. They're committed to him monetarily for years to come.
2: Here, here's the thing. They're laughing now that it's a mistake. Wouldn't Nathaniel Hackett mistake from the minute he was hired? I mean, for the minute he was hired, wasn't he a huge mistake? Didn't people know that? I mean, he comes over for, as Green Bay's as the offensive coordinator. Aaron Rodgers is his quarterback. Yes, I know Aaron Rodgers has struggled at times this year, but he is a four-time MVP and the reigning two-time back-to-back MVP. Matt LaFleur calls the plays. What did Nathaniel Hackett do? Because don't tell me he made Aaron Rodgers better. Because Aaron Rodgers was already damn good before Hackett was there. And when they bring in Nathaniel Hackett to run that team, it was almost perfect for the Kansas City Chiefs. Perfect in the fact that you you got to think, man, what do these teams do in the AFC? By the way, he was Jacksonville's offensive coordinator from 16 to 18. You know what the record in 2016 was 3 and 13. 2017, 10 and 6. 2018, 5 and 11. Not exactly big numbers. Remember the chiefs were in the Jags the first time around now they' kind of rebuilt. But why go, why, why go to the thing like, it what shocks me. Maybe they thought that bring in Russell Wilson and all of a sudden you had the magic of Aaron Rodgers and Hackett together. Maybe that Russell Wilson is really the call. I honestly think if Russell Wilson had played better then Daniel Hackett, of course, would still have his job because they'd be winning because of uh, Russell Wilson.
1: Well, I'm curious how many times Russell Wilson has like audibled out of what Hackett was wanting to do.
2: It's not a good combination. No, it's the quarterback like the- coach is the, the most important thing in the NFL. You got to be on the same page like
1: Mahomes and Andy Reid. And I'm sorry, Russell Wilson has an office. Are you kidding me? He's not out there with the guys. You <sighs> gotta have an office. There's just there's where... there's just there's just so much wrong with Russell Wilson. There there really is. You know what's funny is you know like Patrick Mahomes
2: didn't have an office. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> he...
1: No, his office is his locker room, and his office, is, office is on the is field. the
2: football field.
1: Exactly. Man.
2: I don't know what Russell was doing, but he's on the sideline during that game on Christmas. He's talking like a football in his face. Like A coach talks with the play sheet in his face. I got a big kick out of that during that pandemic because, like, really,
1: they gave it 51 points.
2: No fans, are, yeah, they did
1: 51. And this was a good defense, this was supposed to be a good defense. You, you could tell whatever's been happening on the offensive side is now transferred over to the defense. You can just tell it's clearly because nobody's
2: happy because they've, no. lo- they've lost the locker room. Russell, they know, is not the answer. The draft capital is not good with Denver. Of course, they're losing their early pick in the draft this year because of Russell Wilson. They did get the Bradley Chubb one to be where the Niners end up, and the Niners are going to have a good record at the end of the year, so it's not going to be great. But the Seattle Seahawks will now take Denver, and you know what? They're going to be cheered in Kansas City at the draft in 2023 when they say now on the clock the Seattle Seahawks via Denver Broncos.
1: That's just funny. It's just it's so wild. It's you're going to see a surplus of players wanting to leave Denver after the season. Of course, uh, uh, it's going to be. It's going to be. I'm telling you, Denver has dug themselves six more feet deep than per usual. They've been living on their defense the last couple of years,
2: like they did this year, living with the defense because nice pe- like Patrick Sertan's awesome. Yep, at core. it's a nice, it's a nice core on defense, but they're screwing it up. And you look at the AFC, Brandon Staley. If they don't make the playoffs, he would have been fired. But they snuck into the playoffs. Herbert's not been good lately. I know they're winning, but no touchdowns in the last two games. Five interceptions.
1: I still think you should, you should can Staley if they lose me. in the playoffs. I still think that.
2: Well, if Sean Payton wants to come there, which it looks like he does, now you'll have to trade for him because he's got a contract through 2024.
1: And they have the capital to trade for him.
2: No, they do. They do. But everybody's trying to make catch Mahomes. Mahomes is <laughs> responsible for all this. Like, he's responsible for the Broncos' woes, the Chargers' woes, the Raiders. It's funny, kind of, the one guy. So whenever you're making who your MVP is, it's Mahomes, even just for that reason. The fact the whole division is so scared of him, they're all making moves, grabbing coaches, trying to beat him. I don't think the NFC East has made a bunch of moves, and they will going forward to stop Jalen Hurts, because they're worried about that.
1: See, and now from just thinking back of how the Patriots' dynasty was, I don't remember any of the AFC East trying to make moves like how the AFC West did this past offseason in order to try to go up against Tom Brady. Like I don't, even, I can't even no, think they, of it. They anything. just gave up. Exactly. They just they just knew. And at some point, we're going to see probably the AFC West do this if they can't dethrone Andy Reid and Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes. Like th- like we're going to see this. It's gonna it's a copycat league. It's like everybody says, and we're starting to see a copycat of what people are probably thinking. All right. We're trying, but it's clearly not the right puzzle pieces trying to put together if you are said Broncos or said Raiders. I mean, at least the Chargers have some sort of upside because their quarterback's Justin Herbert.
2: The bottom line is, and I know Sean Payton's the odds-on favorite for Denver. He's probably not going to get it up there because they had to trade for him. But you know what? Sometimes the coach is worth the trade because, again, I think that's what they need, established, won a Super Bowl, can put together a good staff. Like, people weren't running to go coach with Nathaniel Hackett. I'll never forget when, when, shot, when, uh, when uh, Andy Reid got hired here, Bill Moss came on the station. And he was talking about when you're Andy Reid, you can hire whoever you want. Remember how good Dave Tobe was originally, he's much better then, and this year's been kind of rough for him. But he's able to go hire whoever he wanted to because he's Andy Reid. And his coaching staff was great because they want to come work for him. No one wants to come work for them. But that's a guy I'd consider trading for. Because that's not like Russell Wilson. I do believe, believe a head coach can make a difference. Seeing college football all the time, seeing pro football again, go back to the 2012. Chiefs were so bad. First on the clock, Andy Reid comes in nine and zero to start the next season. First pick on the clock, and then nine and zero the next season. So say what you want about the Jaguars being seven and eight. Andy Reid was nine and zero the year after the Chiefs were as miserable as any team in the National Football League. Like the playoffs. They did. The only year Andy Reid hasn't made the playoffs was 2014, All right, that's and he the finished nine. Thinking. He finished nine and seven. He finished nine and. Oh, that, was a, that was a weird year. You're right. Yeah, that was the weird year. No, it was a weird year because something happened. Do you remember what happened when the Chiefs were seven and three that year, and they went to play an 0 and 10. Oakland Raiders team at the time. I'll never forget it. We had JJ the Brick on, who does a lot of Raider stuff, and he said, "I think they're going to beat them." Yeah, Janikowski, baby. He called it, and they did it. Kansas City, just the fifth team in NFL history to win 12 games in four consecutive seasons. I mean, this stuff is unreal, what this team is doing, the consistency they're having. And put it this way, Andy Reid, Chiefs now eight consecutive, 10-win seasons. Only George Seifert and him are tied um, for the second longest stretch by a head coach in NFL history. He just wins in an era where teams don't win. Coming up next, though, and Hughes came on a little bit earlier and talked about how to win over that locker room and why it's so important next. The home for
1: legend Bob. Legend Bob? He's an expert on rubbing balls.
0: Fesco in the Morning, brought to you by Santa Fe Auto Sound, your home for car audio since 1967 on 610 Sports Radio.
2: Welcome back to Festival in the morning. Jay Binkley with Kramer Sansone. Kramer, this is uh, Moved Along with Alacrity.
1: I haven't heard you say that since Royals days. Virtual Royals. I haven't heard you say that since then.
2: I haven't heard anybody say it, except I heard Al Michaels say it one time, so I had to look up what it meant. With great speed.
1: You have to, it's a, it's a Alacrity. very,
2: very good word. I like it. Denver's looking to fix things with Alacrity. Texting back and forth Andy the now. who uh, covers the Denver Broncos inside and out, and how much fun they're having in Denver. It used to be fun talking to him because it's when Denver was good and Kansas City was good. There was you know good battles, but you lose 14 straight to some team. You just start calling them your daddy. You just do. You do. You lose 14 times in a row to a team. They're your daddy. Quite simply. I mean, hell, even if you win, you're still 14 and one in your last, one and 14 your last 15. Seriously. Should they call the Chiefs their daddy? I think I, they should. Yeah. That's respect. Of course. Of course. Should they send the Chiefs Father's Day cards? That would be funny. That would actually be very good. I think the Broncos should have to send the Chiefs Father's Day cards. I think if you lose 15 straight to them, which they could this weekend, there should be an NFL rule where you have to send Father's Day cards to that team.
1: Especially for 15 straight. That's unheard of. Like, seriously, that is unheard of.
2: Like, you send cards, gifts. In a card to the Chiefs organization, from the Denver Broncos official letterhead, you are our daddy. You
1: know, we better see Russell Wilson's signature on that thing too.
2: I mean, seriously, you know, like John Hancock, big letters, you know.
1: They sent us like a declaration. Like he sent the King uh, George, and yeah. John Hancock,
2: man, <laughs> you sent the King King Reed. That ought to make that you know that'd be a good rule because they're technically all these rule changes and reviewing. Uh, roughing the passer and stuff like that, make the daddy card. Because no one's going to lose to someone 15 times in a row except the Broncos are about to. It should be a rule. It should be justification for them to want to win this game so they don't have to send the Chiefs a Father's Day card. Like to the whole organization, because Denver hates Kansas City anyway. Really hate them because of what they're the Chiefs are doing to them. But Nathaniel Hackett grew up wearing Chiefs gear. He played high school football here. They drafted Shane Ray, who has a Chiefs tattoo, and their quarterback of the future was Drew Locke, who from Kansas City.
1: I think they actually like Kansas
2: City, bud. But they can't get away. No, I think they do. I think. I don't they, think so. They, they think want they, to be no, Kansas City. I know they do.
1: They want to be Kansas City, like hands down. And
2: what city lost the World Cup to Kansas City? It was considered high in the running. That was it. Denver. Denver. They hate us, man. There's a lot of reasons too. I get it. The venom would be going west had this been Denver doing all this. Seriously. Heck, they're only an eight-hour eight, mile, eight hour
1: drive. Two-hour flight if you can get one.
2: I mean, if they don't send a card, shouldn't they at least tweet the Chiefs, the Broncos?
1: Like their Twitter account? I say, Happy Father's Day. Uh, yes, yeah, I think Father's that should Day be Chiefs. acceptable. That should be definitely
2: acceptable. Thanks for being our daddy once again. We promise we'll get it right at some point. What another, Peyton Manning is floating out there, or Elway?
1: I mean, the, still within the same organization right now, the best quarterback there for the past since Peyton Manning is John Elway still. Yeah, they've had two of the best all time. I think John Elway could actually be better than Russell Wilson right now. Nah, I think he can't. I mean, did you see him riding that scooter a couple of years ago downtown? Like, he was, he, he looks like he was having a good time. Maybe he can have a good time on the field again.
2: Uh, not this age, man. I, I, Elway was Elway was always public enemy number one. Like, you watch that guy play, he'll cut your heart out at the end of games. That's what Mahomes is doing. Like, Elway used to cut a lot of hearts out, he did. You don't leave him too much time because he's going to beat you.
1: The thing, too, with Pat as well, he also cuts hearts out within the first two minutes of games.
2: They're, they don't want to leave time for Mahomes. They all said, even the Chargers going back to last year, talked about it after the game. Well, we didn't want to leave Patrick too much time. And held the Bills, he, he went 13 seconds on a Grim Reaper, is what Reed called him. Let's
1: Graham be the Grim Reaper.
2: And they're still thinking about, about Buffalo. They're still, you know, for the stare
1: in their heads. If Bass would have just... Squib kicked that thing, that wouldn't have happened.
2: Happy Father's Day, Kansas City Chiefs. Love Denver Broncos.
1: They definitely need to send a card. They have to. They should at least tweet. tweet do it on social Facebook, media. Snapchat it, Instagram it, TikTok it. Man, heck, you can do all of it. Send a nice email. I'm sure the Chiefs still have a fax machine. Pretty sure everybody still has a fax machine.
2: I mean, they have a chance to tell them after the game this weekend. Yeah, that's true. You can just say it an early one, be like, "Hey, Happy Father's Day!" Like Mahomes is their daddy. Nah, Andy a- Reid is too. The whole Andy, Chiefs are Andy Reid's definitely are. their dad, his dad, their daddy. Well, he, he's the division's daddy. It's true. He's forty and 60. again. Mahomes has never lost a road AFC game, ever. Which is absolute insanity.
1: I didn't even think about that. That's wild. Oh I mean, my god! what's goodness.
2: his most impressive stat to you? The fact that he's got thirty-five touchdowns. He's done it four times. Tied with uh, Manning and, or and Breeze. Only Rodgers and Brady are better with six. I mean, it's hard to say one stat or the other blows your mind more than Mahomes. I mean, he does it every year, and he's just killing the record book, like Kelsey. I think it's hard to beat that 15 straight road games in the division because division road games are supposed to be the toughest. I love the fact this first win ever was against the Broncos. <laughs> he's never lost to him since.
1: Yeah, that's the game that Alex Smith didn't play. Yeah, wow, that's. Yeah, it was the game they rested him, and he was doing.
2: Remember, and they put Andy in, and he fumbled, and they put uh, Patrick back in the game.
1: Well, you know what's wild too? Like we see the stats with the the first three years for uh, Justin Herbert passing over like three thousand five hundred yards, some uh, touchdowns. The thing is, Patrick Mahomes would have done that if he would have done that if he would actually would have started his rookie year. Heck, even if he didn't even start at all or play at all that um, uh, that season when he got drafted in. He would definitely have that for having his first consecutive starts for that way. Oh, I know. It's, like, it's ridiculous the numbers that he could have possibly put up, if, even if he played his rookie season, his, the full season. Like,
2: they've been close in a few games, but close doesn't count. Right. You have to win the game. I mean, there, there's no moral victories, unless you're certain teams that celebrate those, like the Texans. There's no moral victories.
1: What a moral victory right now for the Texans be. When they played the Cowboys tough. Oh, okay. And they you're played right, the Chiefs. Right. They, they, they to played back. them 12 tough as well.
2: They had, ba- they had back-to-back moral victories. Yikes. That that could have been bad if the Chiefs would have lost that game.
1: Well,
2: back-to-back moral victories. But victory, they didn't. Chiefs won. Yep, they did. Dan and Hughes joined us earlier. Talked to because he played with Joe Montana. And this seems to be a common theme about losing the locker room. It's the common theme in Denver. It's been the common theme with Zach Wilson and the Jets losing the locker room was Dana and Hughes. Mahomes has it. Joe
4: Montana that he played with
2: had it. How do you win over the locker room?
4: Yeah, so one, Andy Reid came in with credentials that were second to none. That, that helps. The next is that you have the leaders on the team being the hardest workers, the best communicators, the actually the guys that have the most fun on and off the field. And that may sound crazy, but if I'm a runny-nosed rookie or a veteran that's just been a journeyman, like, I want to come into a locker room where everybody seems happy to be there. Then... I want to see those guys who are happy to be there go out on the field and act like they're happy to be there. (laughs) Then I want to see the winning. You know what I mean? So it kind of goes and flows. So when you talk about the Denver Broncos and you hear Russell Wilson, he's got his own office, he's kind of stiff, (laughs) kind of quirky. No, yeah, right? (laughs) Uh, I mean, all of those things contribute, and if you have a coach that allows that, like you get what you get.
2: You get what you did get, and you don't throw a fit. But, yeah, you got to make it fun for people who want to come out there, Kramer. You got to make an environment come in where you want to go out there and you want to run a wall through some, for somebody. And you think the Jets want to ever wanted to run through a wall for Zach Wilson? You think the Broncos want to run through a wall for Russell Wilson? Because he's known for his, like, pregame speeches and everything and firing everybody up. You
1: think they care? Well, even those pregame speeches or pregame him just doing whatever he does on the field beforehand – how much of that is for show? How much of that does he actually mean? Does he actually truly believe the stuff that he says, or like back it up? Because clearly, right now, it's not transposing. It's not. And I mean, for Zach Wilson running through a wall for him, they people, fans wanted to run, wanted to run it through a wall for him because of uh, what he did with uh, his uh, mother's best friend. <laughs> you believe in that? I mean, it's. It could have happened. huh.
2: Right now, Mahomes trails only Joe Montana from 84 to 93, 20 straight against division rivals. Although Mahomes is doing it his first year, from his first year on as a starter. That shows you how good he's been against them. Marty Schaenheimer's like that too. You come in here, you got to beat the division. Like The division should be what you think about first, as far as if you're the Kansas City Chiefs. That's the one thing that you think about first. Well, we do know the Chargers have made the postseason. Last night, some other clinching possibilities. Uh, right now in the AFC, the Bills, the Chiefs, the Bengals, the Ravens, and Chargers have all clinched. Um, Buffalo can win home field advantage if one one Buffalo wins. So if they win and KC loses, that's it. It's the only thing they you know this weekend. Buffalo win, KC lost, Boom. It's the Buffalo Bills. The Bengals clinches the AFC North title with a Cincinnati win plus a Baltimore loss, so they still have the division to take care of, but they can also be the number one seed as well. Miami will clinch the play. You asked me about Miami earlier, and can they make the playoffs or not? A Miami win plus a Jets loss. Miami clinches the playoff berth. They have a good
1: chance of making the playoffs. Dolphins do.
2: And they and they're playing terrible. But again, at San Francisco, at LA, at New York. I mean, or at Buffalo. They've lost a good teams. They lose the Green Bay at home. That's the one that kind of sticks out. That's the four games losses. But three in a row where they had to go to Frisco, Chargers, and Buffalo three straight weeks. I I mean, it's all in the schedule. Like, who you playing and where are you playing them at, right? So, it's hard to say the Dolphins. You look at it, but without Tua, which he probably won't. I mean, who knows if a player or not? But they got in enough trouble the last time they played him when he was in concussion protocol. The Giants getting to the playoffs is too difficult to explain. Washington gets in with a win, Detroit loss, and Seattle loss, and a Green Bay loss. See, a lot of these are real confusing, especially a, with the NFC.
1: The NFC is just like a cluster. Huh? Like I feel like that, that's the that's like the that's the dartboard room of like, all right, we we know the two teams that are clearly good, Eagles and Cowboys, and well, three actually put the 49ers in there as well. But it's like who's going to fill out the rest of it, and that's the thing too. Those, whoever's going to fill out the rest is going to spoil someone's season. You, I can already feel it this way. Tampa
2: Bay, by the way, wins the division. As bad as they've been, but Tom Brady keeps bailing them out at the very end of the game. So they'll play bad during the game, but they don't bail them out at the end. A Tampa Bay win is all that they need.
1: And then a win for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers right now is hard to come by. Like it's, It is ridiculous how much Tom Brady has regressed between this season and last season. But Rodney Harrison thinks he'll be playing again. You think so? Do you, th- do you think he's going to be playing again, though? Yes. You do? I mean, I, I don't
2: know how many years I've said, well, how long he got to go? How much longer is he going to play? And he just keeps doing it. Keep this in mind, Kramer. Back in 2014, when the Chiefs beat him 42-14, to so it was right before the wild card. The game right before the wild card. In 2014, Chiefs pasted him. Remember after the game, Belichick's talking about on the Cincinnati and all this stuff? Yep. And people were questioning whether Brady should be benched. That was 2014. And he's won, what, two Super Bowls, been to another one in that time? Yes. And the people said he should be benched. So it, it's tough to say he just keeps putting up numbers. And look at how starved this league is for quarterbacks. I could see him reuniting with Sean Payton, not reuniting with him, but joining him.
1: So you think he would – but where would Sean Payton go, though? That's the only thing. If you see him reunite with Sean Payton, there's only a handful of spots that we are linked to Sean Payton. Because everybody's yeah. like, okay, Cowboys could be a destination. Now, Broncos, apparently, that's what the odds are showing us. And then, of course, Chargers. What, what other what other team would Sean Payton go that would be like, hey, Tom, come with me? Like, I just don't think there is if one.
2: If he goes to L.A., it's not going to be Chargers. Cause I, I, it's going to be Justin Herbert. No, yeah, they they Herbert's going to stay there. Keep it there. um. Yeah, Denver, they're pretty much stuck with Russell Wilson. Exactly.
1: So it's like there's really not many locations unless Raiders he wants would be him reunite with Josh McDaniels.
2: Raiders would be, yes, yes, his former offense corner because Derek Carr. Because
1: they can't fire McDaniels. They, they, can't. Can,
2: they can jettison him quickly.
1: Yeah, they could. They could. I could Derek see that. Carr. Yeah. No, I could see that. I could, I don't see Derek Carr in a Raiders uniform next season. I think he's going to be a Colt. People are thinking reunite with the Patriots. I don't see it happening. Well, man, that's a, that's a fun topic. Although,
2: although benching Mac Jones and Bailey Zappi, who's already on the bench, wouldn't be bad for them. I could see him doing it, but but that'd be fun. Will if Belichick that swallow his pride though. I don't because yeah. to me the because to me the old argument, the Barstool debate between is it Brady or man or Brady or uh, Belichick, and then Belichick is
1: going downhill. Brady won a Super Bowl. Well, I don't think there's anything to like for Belichick to like swallow pride wise because the way, that he sees it, the, the way that he sees it, he just sees it as a football game. Like, he just sees like, all right, I need the best talented people. I think this is the best talented guys that I have on my team, even though like half of them are, aren't are really well known names right now. But I could see him be like, hey, Tom, I'm going to come back. I mean, it, that'd be a, a fun story to see him go back there to the Patriots and somehow they win two more Super Bowls or something. That'd be a fun story. Do I want that to happen? No. Will it happen? Probably not. I mean, I. <laughs>
2: I don't even I don't even see it remotely happening. I think they they sink together, and if Brady ends up in New England, it's like okay, they both retire at the same time. I don't see Belichick doing it though, and I think he got some humble pie when Tom Brady won a Super Bowl without him. Because then the only the thing, well, he's got to be with Belichick. It's the only reason he's winning. I think I think Mahon, that uh, Tom Brady ended that argument.
1: I mean, he got another ring of Bruce Arians. I mean. It's just, I, I, he's, I think he should be done. He should hang it up.
2: I don't think he should hang it up. And the only reason I'm saying that is, why? You only have one time in your life to play, Kramer. One time in your life to play. You know what? You might as well take advantage of it, because guess what? You're tired. It's not like Gronk, where he can come back, because he's young. Yeah, Tom Brady you really can't really come can't back. can't do that, no. I mean, he's going to be uh, on the road to supermodels right now. since he's a single man. I'd like to go to a bar with Tom Brady.
1: I'd have a, I'd, I would like to go to a bar with him, too. I'll
2: be his wingman.
1: Hey, Tom Brady over here. Come on, sit down. You you being a wingman to Tom Brady. All right. All right. Oh, I would do it. Would you? I think he'd be a wingman for me, but I don't need to be any type of wingman anymore.
2: I'm hitched. Kramer, tell your mom thanks for the cookies. Good job today, Kramer Dog. Kramer Sandstone Produce. I'm Jay Binkley. We will see you tomorrow at 6 o'clock in the morning. Cody and Gold, but it's Cody and Nick. Nick is back from Germany. Next.
0: Keep listening to Fesco in the Morning.
1: Yeah, that's a great question. Thank you.
0: Brought to you by Santa Fe Auto Sound. Your home for car audio since 1967 on 610 Sports Radio. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours